Pulse95 Live at the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival. I mean, there is absolutely no doubt that Mikhail and I love to take every single opportunity to let the weeb inside us out. And we're going to be taking advantage of today, just completely letting it come out because we've got a super interesting and really cool manga artist right here in our studios. This is exciting because we've never had that before. So hi, Misako, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Here we go. <laughs> so we're excited to have you here in Sharjah, but can you tell us about who you are, your journey, and uh, basically manga and how popular it is? Sure. So my name is Misako Rocks. I'm a Japanese manga comic artist from New York. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, so I became a oh, manga artist like a long time ago. Uh, before, you know, I used to be puppeteer. Wow! <laughs> yeah, really? and then, yes. And I changed the career. I just, I just learned how to just draw by myself. I mm-hmm. didn't go to art school or anything at all. But I realized that like 2000 maybe five or something, Pokemon, Sailor Moon, oh yeah, and Dragon Ball Z became really popular in America, mm-hmm. and a lot of boys and girls they started noticing. Oh yeah, so I thought like you know what, this is it. I'm gonna just try something new. Mm-hmm. That's how I became a pretty much like I just trained myself. I love to that. To be a yeah, manga artist. I love that because I feel like perhaps a lot of people across the world, myself included, went through that manga phase when they're drawing and they're like, yeah, we're going to get all these uh, manga books and try to learn how to do it. And you kind of do that. You kind of teach people how to draw manga. I've seen your YouTube videos as well. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So the crazy thing is, I mean, The COVID happened, and uh, here too, a lot of kids, uh, the school system, you know, they moved to more remote class, mm-hmm. right? And at uh, that point, I realized, you know, I just want to do, I just want to keep teaching more. I used to do more in-person in yeah. school, but I would just want to inspire kids. I want to just more teach manga, like a kawaii manga. That's my style. Mm-hmm. So I decided to build online school, pretty much. I and it's that. called the Lam Manga with Misako. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I teach there every Tuesday and Thursday. Like I want to ask you actually yes. something that might sound uh, kind of harsh or kind of mean, but I've heard this so many times and Mikhail and I as anime and manga artists do not believe that in any way, but there is some view, at least maybe in Western media or Western art, that perhaps um, manga is uh, different. It's sometimes not that professional. What can you tell us more about that? Have you heard that before? Do you mean more like a manga in Japan? No, just in general, the art style. Like sometimes to some people, for example, they look at uh, manga as a very different, childish art style. I've heard that so many times and I'm like, that's not fair. I'll give you a good example. My sister, Dana, um, uh, she loves graphic novels, right? But I want to get her into manga, which is basically the same thing. It's just, you know, Japanese artists, you know? She's like, no. It's like, why? Because, you know, it's it's based on anime and anime is weird. I'm like, (laughs) just give it a chance, you know? I think this is one of those stigmas that I feel, Mm. uh, I I know you probably struggle trying to break through, right? Yes, yeah. Especially, like, if you bring up, you know, chibi characters. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe it looks like a childish. But to us, to Japanese people, having, like, a drawing of big eyes... It's about like a kawaii-ness. You know Absolutely. what I mean? In Japan, like kawaii means a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my dad loves something kawaii. Yeah. That's the culture thing. So until I moved to America, when I started talking to you know publishers, I didn't know that that's what they like. Oh, looks childish. Mm-hmm. I I even didn't think about it. But now 
I feel like every time I talk to kids, oh yeah, my dad reads manga, my grandma reads manga. So I think gradually, now more like those three generations, they、yeah. study understanding of what manga is.、Mm-hmm. Maybe before it was tough. Yeah. But now it's a slightly better. Yes, you're right. It's it's not even at this point. I wouldn't even say it's a niche. It's a gradual rise. Yeah. It's, yes. It's growing in popularity.、Yes. And、uh, you know, you I、uh, wanted to ask you because you've done、uh, you've done mangaka in Japan directly, and I know. When it comes to like things、uh, in the industry, like Shonen Jump, where literally your your manga can die that that week if it doesn't get、oh, enough、yes. ratings. <laughs>、uh, so I wanted to ask you, how competitive is it in Japan as a mangaka? Japan is. I mean, I heard that I published the Japanese manga comic book not on the magazine, but you know, couple books in Japan.、Mm-hmm. But a lot of people want to be, you know, manga artists. So that's、yeah. we do even have a manga schools for adults.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Even you go to the school doesn't mean necessary to guarantee you can be a manga artist.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really tough. The what I heard from editors over there, they brought they bring up you know like all this like a monthly or weekly meeting. And as long as the editor, the chief, they don't say yes to it, never ever gonna happen. So there is a word、uh, for people like who can't make money enough but wanna be a manga artist. We call it manga、uh, genko bimbo. Oh, okay.、Mm. I like the last part, bimbo. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like an American word as well.、Yeah. <laughs> but it means poor.、Uh, it means、mm. you, you, you know, you have a, a lot of passion and you wanna. Draw a lot too, but pretty much you are like drawing, writing to pay money to assistants. So、yeah. you're not making enough. So you're、money. like an underdog mangaka. Yes, exactly.、Mm-hmm. So it's really, really tough. I mean, so many people want to be a mangaka. And what about outside of Japan? How did you feel trying to、uh, spread your work and, and making it part of like a publishing、uh, side? Oh, yeah, let's say you know about the U.S. I feel like more than ever now, maybe、uh, like early twenties. I noticed that a lot of their styles are influenced by manga.、Mm-hmm. Even like let's say Marvel book、yeah. or like you know some superhero, I could see from my eyes.、Yeah. Don't you think? Right? It's it's、mm-hmm. a fact, by the way. I think even in、oh. anime, there's like there's fight sequences in、uh, cartoons and even、uh, cinematic movies where it takes inspiration from Japanese cartoons、yes. and、yes. even manga. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So it's like like I said, it's that it's that popularity that brings in. That you know that influence and that inspiration. Now they might not admit it, but <laughs> yeah, know, they might not gonna admit it.、Yeah. But I see it. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's there.、Mm. You really like it. I know you do. Right. <laughs> yes. So more than ever, I feel like it's it's getting a tough too. I know a lot young artists, especially like so. I teach you know kids.、Mm-hmm. So let's say even ten or nine years old, they know how to edit with digitally. Yeah. They use you know Procreate everything too. They make amazing GIF. Mm-hmm. Everything, no, no, give Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Jeff. I'm Jeff. Team Jeff. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so as an adult and a professional manga artist, I just feel like, oh my goodness, I gotta work really hard too, because、mm. they're gonna catch up really soon. And、yeah. as comic artists, we're not gonna be able to just get out there. Yeah. So in a way, just. It's so weird to feel competitive with my students,、mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's good to have that, you、yeah. know, rivals. It's fr- friendly but also aggressive. Yes, yes,、mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I say that to some students, and they like it too. Like, oh, you recognize me, you know what I mean? So,、mm-hmm. yeah, it's just great. It's it's good to see a lot of competition too, in a way. That's amazing. Yeah.、Uh, I actually wanted to ask you: Are you surprised that there is a, a love for Japanese culture outside of Japan? Is this something new to you? <laughs> yes. 
really? Like you're talking to you guys. I even didn't know that you guys are big fan of manga anime too, and there's so many stuff here too.、Mm. I was really surprised because even every time I talk to my friends and families in Japan, I told them, you know, because I live in America, especially New York is a big city, so everybody、yeah. knows what the manga anime is. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when I just When I told them, like you know, even like let's say Midwest, Wisconsin, kids in Wisconsin, they they、mm-hmm. love it. They know what you know some Japanese words, everything. It's not just it's not about sushi, tempura, skiaki. It's more like sushi, tempura, skiaki, kawaii, <laughs> manga, mom. They're really surprised.、Yeah. They never ever thought it's gonna be this popular. You know that's the that's the that's the beauty of it, honestly. And、uh, I have to admit, I've been exposed to Japanese material also at a young age.、Uh, it was around high school time.、Uh, weirdly enough, my first my first manga, because for a long time I was watching anime, but then I wanted to jump into manga, and my first manga was Berserk. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little whoa, intense, but it, it made me realize just how much love and art and work、mm. and toil goes into just a single panel. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you know, that's when I started to appreciate this craft. Yeah. And、uh, the thing is about something maybe you don't know about is that when it comes to the Middle East in particular, perhaps North Africa as well, is that we used to have a lot of、um, dubbed anime when we were younger. We grew up on it. And then, like like Mikhail said, when you reach middle school and we were introduced to the internet, that's when we kind of expand our horizons. Like Mikhail's is Berserk, mine was the XXX Holic was my first manga. I randomly found it in a library, and I'm sorry, a bookstore, and I started buying it. And if you actually, I think it was、uh, two, three years ago, Japan was the、uh, guest of honor at the Sharjah International Book Fair, and the Manga、uh, Alley over here was just filled with people. They were just buying everywhere. It's just—it's a very common thing here. Wow,、mm-hmm. that's amazing. Cause I noticed that, like, let's say in a superhero or graphic novel. Maybe graphic novel is not it, but the superhero comic I knew, American comic. It's more like about you know action and and the figure, right? Yeah.、But Japanese manga or animes, what we are really good at is like imp- developing personalities and just the drama,、mm-hmm. like an Evangelion. Let's say it's、yeah. just a little by little, and then they're like showing how scared they are,、mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think it's kind of rare. That's why maybe it sort of touched the, you know, Western or even the other foreigners' heart because、mm-hmm. it's so different.、Uh, mm-hmm. What would be the word I'd use? I feel like a lot of anime manga. They're they're a little bit extra, but that's what we love. We love that exaggerated action、mm-hmm. and romance、yes. and drama. It makes the stories more riveting and enticing. Yeah. Now you know it's not real, but I think you suspend that disbelief <laughs> and you have a good time because、yeah. it's cool to read、yeah. and it's cool to watch.、Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch anime in Japanese with the、yes. subtitles? With the subtitles,、yeah. we're the subs. There's this whole community, <laughs> subs versus dubs, yeah. and yeah. there's maybe f- a few unique、uh, shows that have that dub that really. Uh, are pretty good, but no, we're always subs. Ah,、oh, that's、yeah. good to know. Actually, not a long time ago, Mikhail and I we were talking about Yasuke from Netflix, and、um, even then, like we were comparing how American-produced anime or manga is very different than something that came from、uh, Japanese studio. Even though the one with Netflix, like we're seeing how because it's popular, Netflix is aware of how. The entire audience across the world are interested, so they're making lots of deals across the world. For example, with big studios like Yasuke was、uh, animated by Mappa Studios, and obviously everybody knows Mappa Studios. So it just shows that everybody's interested. And but what about those children that you have been teaching? 
are, do they have an interest when they come to you or do you need to grow that interest in them? Most of them, they're already interested in. But the thing mm-hmm. is, like, a lot of kids, they want to draw just like I do. Mm-hmm. But because of you know, all the, like, the internet and the Instagram, too, they just compare yeah. their art to mm-hmm. professional all the time, too. So they, they tend to give up right away. That's mm-hmm. a real shame. Yeah, that's I'm just trying to just show that it's okay to make completely, you know, just the big mistakes. Because that's how you get better and better. And especially, I think they really struggle drawing like really like a manga hair. Because yeah. manga hair is not, it, it's really subtle and it's super soft. Even the guy's character too, especially yeah. spiky hair, mm-hmm. they want to draw. But tons of layers in there, right? But you never know until you try. So I always try to describe it. But the more they got to know, I think I could see now they also want to learn Japanese language too. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. And now they they step into like a Japanese culture from manga now they want to know a little bit more like a traditional stuff too and now they want to eat Japanese food and of course they want to go to Japan yeah. Yeah. some of them say they want to live in Japan they say. Yeah, some, of the, some of the best stories are already set in Japan you know like, uh, like a lot of inspiration I would say Naruto Bleach and uh um, One Piece. One Piece. The big three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And and like you live in those worlds, you, you get to experience the the subtleties of everyday life in Japan. Even though there's always like some sort of magic or mysticism yes. or some fictional stuff that happens. But yeah, a lot of us outside of Japan who are exposed to this material do want to go there. And I hope to go there uh, soon as well. Please, please. My also, oh, another manga book I just remember I, I used to just read all the time with my brother. My favorite one is called the Rudoni Kenshin. Oh, uh, yeah, I love Samurai. that. Okay, I think I know yeah. this one. I love that one. So the thing is, like, a manga is also in a way to learn history. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you don't want to read a textbook, sometimes read manga. So you mm. can learn nice, amazing, you know, like a Japanese history. What do you say that's your favorite manga? Rudoni Kenshin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but my most favorite is the old one, but I love it's called Yukan Club. Yukan Club. Yeah, it's a mm. shoujo manga, mm-hmm. but it's about like a six high school girls and boys, and they are troublemakers, and it is just so much fun. They Sounds just like a about, '90s thing, you know? Yeah, it's a '90s thing. Okay, mm. all right. Because '90s mangas like there's so many different styles. Yeah. And there's like there's no that trend so much because there's no internet you know mm-hmm. that's like every author had a completely different styles so I remember it's easy for readers to see oh this style is her this style is his that, that, that. now there's a trend yeah yeah so everybody sort of like a follow the trends you know style of like, every season is different yeah, pretty yeah. much. yeah so I, I like the classic ones a lot too. Mm-hmm. um you know uh, Misako it is yes. such an honor to have you here and you are an example of uh the, the just sort of like J- Japan uh, Japan's industry seeping out of its own country because uh you know there's fans like us all across the world yeah and it's a shame that uh, whenever we want to like watch an anime or find manga, we use alternative links or websites mm-hmm. that are not usually supporting, <laughs> not licensed to yeah, say the least, that are not usually supporting the creators. Yeah. And it's good to have you here because we need that reach, and you know, from both ends, so that we can uh, get exposed to your, you know, your your work and yeah. uh, your books, and be able to support you guys as well. Because yeah. it's you guys are you guys really do deserve it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We also want to know a little bit about your own manga. Now, you ta- told us that you're a teacher and you're yes. telling us you're technically an ambassador. But what about your own work? So, I 
published my last comic book was almost like a 10 years ago. Really? Yes. Hmm. So the thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna even sugarcoat, I'm not gonna be even shy about this. Once you become sort of like, you know, once you publish the book, you feel like, ooh, I did it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be the bestseller artist. I'm gonna make money. That's everybody's gonna feel. Of course, I felt that way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it didn't go that well first. Mm-hmm. And then once you sort of like publish the book, I, I had, you know, like an ego little bit too it's just like you know i'm a manga artist so i don't want to i don't want to do anything else mm-hmm. but the thing is i have to also make money you yeah. know stuff like those realities is going to be right there mm-hmm. that's why i started teaching a manga and then what happened is i got to know uh you know like what kids going through every day like about mm-hmm. school life and, and you know relationship with the family and the friends stuff like that and i just felt like you know i want to really make a story just really inspire them and they can relate it to, they can just challenge themselves to, something like that. So yeah. I spent uh, pretty much four years to develop the idea. And then me, my agent, we started selling the idea to you know the publishers and stuff like that. And we got say no many times, but in the end, we got the amazing book deal with Macmillan Publisher. And wow. finally, I made a volume one, and this book is called Bounce Back. It's a full mm-hmm. color, it's for more Seven, nine to 12 years old, many girls, but of course boys are welcome to read. Yeah. It's going to be out October 19th this year. That's amazing. It's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. So I feel like I got the second chance, finally. And mm-hmm. for anybody who wants a chance to meet up with the Mexico Rock, she's going to have a meetup right after our show around 5.30 at the Comics Corner right here at the Expo uh, Center Sharjah. Be sure to personally meet her and support her work absolutely thank we you, are so you. happy to have you here and have this conversation with you misako hopefully you also enjoy being around yes. here in sharjah at the sharjah children's festival thank you so much Arigatou gozaimasu. <laughs> and this is not the end right here on the afternoon karak we're gonna continue with more conversations more talks more things happening right here at the sharjah children's reading festival so keep pulse 95 locked